this is Gotta Talk About It, and you're listening to The Fellas. Hey, who's that guy doing the bumper rotation, doing the lead-ins, doing the little slogans right before our show starts? Oh, that's the announcer. Is that his name? Yeah, Jay. Alright, I don't know where we got the budget for that from. I think you're fucking with the books. I don't know if I like it. Yeah. No, you know, it's it's what we can afford. Yeah, well, you know, we could always open up a casino. Hey, segue into a movie. Um, yeah, we were actually going to review uh, Blade Runner today, but for some reason the schedule just became fucked, like eight ways from Sunday. Yeah. Dane has been shut down. There's a software malfunction. He's down. Uh, we were supposed to have a special guest speaker in. We had this big thing we were going to do with Blade Runner. It's all fucked up. So yeah. we're, we're postponing that. So we had to pull something out of the archives at the last minute, and we saw the house. Uh, when it came out with uh, Will Fair and uh, Amy Poehler, we had seen that, and you would think, eh, it's not relevant now, but the DVD, yeah, the DVD just came out, or is coming out this week, whatever, so, yeah, you know what, let's go ahead and review that. You know, it's a, it's a solid flick. Yeah, it's a solid flick. Yeah. The House, for those of you who still remember it, basically, it's one of those movies where they make fun of modern suburbia, the same sort of modern suburbia that would cause me to, like, hang myself auto-erotic asphyxiation style rather than bother talking to my neighbors. Oh. Uh, movies like, uh, what's that one with uh, Tom Hanks? Uh, the Burbs. Keeping from suburbia, keeping up with the Joneses. You know, that, that, that sort of stuff. And basically, you know, you have this uh, wasp couple, Will Ferrell and uh, Amy Poehler. They're uh, Scott and Kate Johansson. Their daughter... Their only daughter. Alex, yeah, their only child, of course. Alex, played by uh, Ryan Simpkins. She's going off to college. But uh, for those of you who never bothered going to college, and good for you, college is like a, a financial death sentence. It's expensive as shit. It's like 50 grand per semester now. It wasn't it's used insane. to be that way. Well, it was going that way. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, when everyone's basically guaranteed enough money to go to college by the government, you know, in an open market society, what's that going to lead to? Yanking up the prices because everyone can get it. And because you want to make sure you get all this free money, you don't want to make the classes too hard. want to make it more enticing to go to your school. So I'm just going to teach shit because, you know, you can come here and you're guaranteed graduate. I'm fucking over your future, but pff, what do I care? Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry yeah, we about saw, it. We saw the house. They were supposed to get like this scholarship from their community, but because of some shenanigans within some corruption within the politicians, that money goes away. So now they have to pay for college on their own. And of course, they can't afford that. Yeah. So in steps the best friend of Will Ferrell, uh, my boy Jason Montezucas. He, he plays a guy named Frank. He is getting a lot of good roles. Yeah. He, I think because of Nick Kroll. And the guy's funny. Yeah, he's funny. He plays, he's like, kind of plays the same character yeah, all the time. Yeah, he's cast like a motherfucker. A guy he plays the insane guy. Yeah. The guy who's just mentally disturbed. And he got his big break on uh, the show The League on FX playing a guy who's, again, mentally disturbed. Yeah. And he was like Nick Kroll's brother on the show, his brother-in-law. And he just he just ran with it. The guy's awesome. Yeah. The guy's good. He, he's pretty funny. So he has a gambling addiction. And he's like, hey, you know, you guys should go to Vegas with me. And so they go to Vegas. In a matter of about half an hour, they already made just about enough to pay for her to go to college in four years. And then on one hand, they lost all of it. Yeah. And they're kind of like, man, what the fuck? Is it? No, no, no. That's how it works. The house always wins. Yeah, but we had all that money. Yeah, but the house is going to take it. That's just the way it is. You become addicted to what you're doing. So they came up with the idea, hey, you know what? Let's just start up a casino in, in our house 
over in suburbia, and everybody will come and gamble and lose all their goddamn money. Yeah, towards the beginning of the movie, when they were denied their scholarship, the city or their town was going to be able to put up a pool with certain entertainment qualities and properties to keep the town folks happy. Yeah, I mean, no one really cared. No one really cared. It was kind of sad to see that they didn't want to give their family the scholarship that she deserved. Because I think the entire town probably pays, like, HOA fees or whatever. And when that happens, you do end up with almost every time. Yeah. The the community ends up with way more money than they actually need. So if you're going to have the money moving back and forth, the only way you can skim off that money is to show that the money was being used for something. Otherwise, it's like... It's going to disappear. Yeah. I mean, let's say you want to take the money. You're corrupt as shit. Okay. okay. You want the money. If the money's just sitting there, you can't conceivably take the money without someone saying, hey, you know, we're missing 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Ray was just here. Yeah. You know, he took out 10 bucks. It's like, all right, well, what the fuck? Now you're in the hot seat. But let's say the money's there and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, we need $110 to pave the sidewalk. Okay, so you take out $110, give $100 to the sidewalk pavers and put $10 in your pocket. Um, So that's skimming off the the top. Yeah, that's the whole idea. That's why they're putting up the big pool. So the Nick Kroll's character, uh, who's uh, the city not, councilman, yeah, he's much. not the mayor. He's a, he's a, the councilman for the community. He's Bob. He's uh, banging his uh, secretary Don, played by uh, Allison Tolman. A lot of comedians in this. Yeah, and he's spending all sorts of money from the city on her in a bid to get her to leave her husband. So he's like, yeah, I have to constantly have us doing projects and shit so I can spend yeah. money, so I can get her like diamond rings and shit and take her out and this and that or whatever. So they open up. The casino. Yeah, and they actually spend a quite a bit of detail trying to get oh, to the yeah. casino without trying to bring up any kind of police attention, which well, is actually kind of funny. It, it, it's kind of funny, and it's also completely unnecessary. It's just that they were so new at this. It's like, what you have to do to get to the guy's house for the illegal casino stuff is you have to go through the, the meat market. Market. Buy a ticket. You have to buy something. No, no, buy anything. Just so you can have a receipt that shows that that's where you were at that time, not at a casino. Oh, at right. a grocery store. Here's my receipt. When you buy something... You go across, leave your car there, go across the street into like the forest through some bushes, remove a fake fence that's supposed to separate something. And then you go, when you get like to the very back of his house, then you go into the hurricane shutters. Uh, yeah, the, the underneath the hurricane thing. You uh, go the, the in, tornado, the tornado, was it? The whatever tornado? the hell it's called. Yeah. It's, it, you open up his, his hurricane basement thing, you come up into the casino. And I'm like, that's a lot of fucking work. It just, is a lot of work. Just go, just park your car a block away and walk to his fucking house. But then someone would actually complain now. About what? About constant cars being parked in front. It doesn't matter if there's constant cars parked in front if it's legal. Oh. I mean, you may not like it, but yeah, fucking tough titty. It's legal. Well, I guess But no, right it's, there. you know, that's, who cares? It, it's funny that they're taking the whole thing so seriously. And the basic joke of it is these are people who lack such sophistication. Yeah. They're very homegrown, simple folks. They're trying to be high rollers. They're trying to be mob-like. I mean, they try to dress stylish. That doesn't come until Will afterwards. Yeah, like, for instance, Will Ferrell's character is wearing, you know, he's constantly going around with these shades because he wants to look like, uh, what's his name from Casino? Not Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Yeah, he wants to be the De Niro's character. He slicks his hair back, and he's constantly wearing shades, but they're, they're fucking women's shades. So he kind of <laughs> looks ridiculous walking around wearing women's shades, but whatever. He pulls it off, and he's got this old 1970s, yeah. 1960s. 60s looking plaid casino jacket on. This movie is basically filled with a lot of individual scenes. Yes. 
that yes. are genuinely funny because I I'm I'm kind of bitter and jaded at this point. I did not think that Will Ferrell could still make. Me yeah, laugh. The, I mean Jason Montezuka's character really made this movie. Oh hell yeah! Because he hell kept upgrading yeah. the house without telling them. He yeah. must have spent twice as much money upgrading the house because at first they had makeshift makeshift casino type games. Yeah, it, just, it looked like something he made in his backyard. Yeah, but then every other day there will be something new. Yeah, I mean, he's got, like, the in the pool in his backyard, he's got, like, a wet bar. They're serving drinks at the pool. He's got massage parlor. One bedroom is the strip club. One bedroom uh, is the comedy club. Yeah, they got the comedy club in there. I think that was the garage. Yeah. I think the garage was the comedy club. He's got the salon where they do the nails and everything. Yeah. He's, he's trying to make it a real casino. Yeah, it's like, this is where we're going to make all the money, right here. And it, it's, it's like, the nail salon. How, and they're like, how much did you fucking spend on all this? Why are you doing this? People just want to come and spend their money yeah. and leave but because of all that extra stuff he's getting people from like other cities yeah the word was spreading and i was even talking to Ant about look if this was in my neighborhood i would go there because there's no cover fee apparently you just go there to hang out and buy yeah. probably their liquor yeah it was just ridiculous because it was so like cool and then there's there's a scene here where two women have an argument no it was actually two men have an argument oh 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 yeah 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 because the whole thing is they're all so bored the small little petty grievances yeah. you would have in a suburban type town, you really wouldn't air it because you're just gonna rumors keep it. spread too easily. Yeah. Like, hey, you heard about what so-and-so said about you, so-and-so said. You, you just basically shut up and you deal with it. Yeah. Like what I would do, like, ah, I fucking hate this guy. You know, I just yeah. I just kind of swallow it up. But you got uh, Cedric Yarbrough, uh, the, the tubby black dude. He plays this dude named Reggie. Now, the guy that he was angry at looked scary. Yeah. That dude looked like a freaking white supremacist. I think it was Kyle Kinane. Yeah, I think it, that's was it was him, yeah. Yeah, so it was Reggie and Garvey. And he's like, yeah, you know, you borrowed my fucking leaf blower like two months ago. I ain't seen it back. And he's kind of like, dude, you're fat as shit. You pay some Mexicans to fucking clean your yard. What do you need with the goddamn leaf blower? <laughs> and, you know, they were about to get into it because, you know, they're, you know, his dude was losing his money. He's getting kind of yeah. heated. It kind of blew up. They started to kind of get into it. The instigating. Right, right. But they instigating on purpose. See, Jason... He breaks it up. Guys, 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 guys. Look, look, look. You can't fight in here without the house getting this cut. So they go and they make like... They're going to be line. hosting their, their own fights now. Like the Mandalay Bay or something yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna host fights. And they had people taking bets what's even, on the fight. What's even funnier is that they didn't even have boxing gloves in the house. They had to manually make boxing gloves themselves out of duct tape. Yeah. All they did it was works. just tape around their knuckles with duct tape and they were ready to go. And then... Now one, the fight, one of the here's the funny thing though. The fight between these two guys, very anticlimactic. It he was. He, like, hit him one time and, and knocked him up. out. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they're not fighters, but man. Before just- then, but before then, one of the guys was saying, you know what? We're going to promote this like a race war. <laughs> race war. Oh, no, that was, uh, that was, that Jason. was Jason. That was Jason. Race war! Because everybody was trying to hype it up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we got to get the audience hyped. And he's like, race war! Because one guy's black, the other guy's white. And everybody was like, oh, no, man. That's, bit, <laughs> that's that cool. Yeah, you went too far. Pull it back a little bit. Pull it back. <laughs> and his characters are always like that. But the cool thing is, that fight kind of fell flat. Yeah, they got their money, but it fell flat. These two guys don't know yeah. shit about fighting. They're overweight and they're tubby to suburbanites. But these two women... They were at each other's throats from the beginning all, of the movie. From the beginning of the movie, they were just like catty as all hell. And they start talking shit. So they're like, yo, toss them in the ring. They get in there and they just start beating the shit out of they're each other. They're tearing man. up that the house, man. The yeah, house is getting torn up. it left the ring. It left the ring and they were just tearing shit up. Uh, I, I forget which characters those were. I think it was... 
Yeah, it was Allison Tolman. No, no, no. It was, it was the chick was yeah, yeah, Rachel, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, her name was Rachel. Yeah. So and they're just going. They're just, and they're just housewife, house moms. You know, they're just fucking they got beating nothing. the shit out of each other, man. Because they just had this catty anger towards one another. And, and and it actually helped their characters out because they're a little bit more loose. But except for the character that lost, though, she was just pent up with the rage showing up at the city council. Yeah, because she was she wanted to fight anybody. Yeah. to get her win back. Yeah. You know, she's going around, she's all bandaged up, like, you know, what the hell happened to your face? None of your fucking business. What, you getting in my business now? I'll knock your fucking ass out. <laughs> this is just a nice, sweet woman who just lost in the fight. She's all bandaged up. And she's like, I'm going to take your ass out to the parking lot and skin you down. It's like, God damn, relax. Every time you go look at the casino, an upgrade, there's like more workers. There's the gold-painted mannequins that just made it look legit the house isn't that big but no, it's not. he made it look so huge well it, it looked huge because there was no furniture yeah because his wife left him and took like everything of value including all the furniture so he was like sleeping on the floor and eating off napkins yeah. so it was like the house was empty. i feel bad for him but he looks like a disheveled man even all when the he's time. not acting yeah he always looks like that that's his gimmick just like zach galifianakis's gimmick is being a man child this dude's gimmick is being a fucking mess the one thing i thought was gonna happen was the Nick Kroll, I know he was the uh, kind of like the villain in the movie, and yeah, I thought he, I thought I, I knew that his, was his name was Bob, so I thought you know you're gonna get Bobby Bottle Service. Oh, that would have been perfect, dude. Yo, my name's Bobby Bottle Service. What's up? <laughs> He'd get drunk and then he'll he'll go with that little with that line. But I wanna I don't want to be disrespectful, but I would be much respectful if you let me into your anus. <laughs> It's some body, it's some body bottle service for you. That'd have been nice, but for the most part, all the characters, all the actors, pull their weight. Uh, the movie really hits its stride once once they start letting it go to their heads. Yes, the three of them, uh, Will Ferrell, Amy, and uh, Jason, because they become big players. Yeah, and everybody around town knows those are the casino. And that people. was by accident too. Right, because one of there's this guy who came in who was actually part of a crime family, and uh, he was counting cards, and they're like, okay, we got to take him, put him in the back, and you know, make an example of him. And they don't know what to do. So while they're trying to intimidate him, they're fighting over an axe, and Will Ferrell accidentally chopped the guy's fucking finger off. Yeah, and the thing is, they they, they put his arm in a vice grip, something out of a casino. They yeah, put his no, arm- that's the whole reason they did it. Cause they're like, yeah, we have to do what the guys did in casino. You know, yeah. they put his arm in a vice grip, so his fingers was like sticking out, and he accidentally chopped one of his fingers off with an axe. It and he gets covered in the guy's blood. He's sure? screaming and he walks out of the room into the casino covered head to toe in and blood. blood and gore. <laughs> and everybody's like freaking out. And then that's where he gets the nickname. The Butcher. The Butcher. Because they all like get a nickname. I don't know why uh, Amy Poehler got the nickname The, the Burner. Butcher. The Burner, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. It but... was actually kind of funny afterwards, though. Yeah. Because she was using that gimmick in a really, well, really good way. they all were. Because once it started getting to their head and they got all you know respected, they had to go out because people would take a line of credit at the casino so they're like yeah we got to go out got to get our money because uh you know guy robert nero he wouldn't let you just you know have credit and not pay up so they're going out shaking people down it was just, just like funny as hell man. <laughs> and people would see him coming i got your money please man please uh, I, I got your money it's all there you can count it you can count it and they're like i don't need to count it it's not here i'm gonna be back and i'm gonna take what's missing out of your hide <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Cedric. So he, he, just, he couldn't even look at him. He's he just he couldn't him. even look him in the <laughs> eyes. He was just like scared. He's just like, just take the money and don't hurt me. It was, it was fucking hilarious. The ending to me fell flat a little bit because basically they were found out. Nick Crow, Bob, 
Yeah. Who's dirty as all hell. He's embezzling money out of the city. He's like, all right, I'm going to take all this money. We're going to give it back to this to the community. And, uh, you know, you guys are going to stay out of jail. He's just going to take the money and take off. Yeah, robbing them. Right. Basically, what appears to be the only cop in the whole goddamn town is like, hey, you know, they need that. They only did this for the kids. You want to just tell them to shut it down and they can take the money and send her to college and we'll be done. He's like, no, you just, you're not going to log it. We're going to let this happen and this and that. So the cop helps him basically break into the city hall and steal the money back yeah. jason he, he just wanted to be able to buy his house because you know he didn't have the money to pay for it anymore yeah. he's gonna lose it but the house ended up burning to the ground so he's like oh well i'll just tell the insurance company it's I, my wife house, took man. all yeah my wife took all the valuable stuff out but i'll just tell the insurance company it was still in there so now i have the money to buy a whole new house get the whole house fixed built back up from scratch and it'll be paid off yeah, because the insurance company is going to cover. So you know, all that worked out. I I wanted there to be a little bit more for the ending. I mean, it was kind of climactic when the real mob boss came in, but you know, let's not spoil that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no. I'm not going to bother saying spoilers because I don't want to. All the funny stuff I'm telling you can be seen in the trailer. Yeah. So we're not spoiling anything. I just want to say, you know, it, it's worth it's worth seeing enough that I shouldn't have to spoil anything for you. All in all, I will say Will Ferrell. He's still Still got it. Amy Poehler, just based on the stuff she's been in, and because right before she left was the beginning of Saturday Night Live becoming a festering pile of unfunniness. Yeah. I just assumed she wasn't funny anymore. Now, clearly, she didn't write any of this. I'm, I'm pretty sure Will Ferrell wrote some of this stuff in there, especially his own lines. Yeah. yeah but I lived it probably. I do more know. Like I do know now that if you give her a good script and a good character, she can be funny. Yeah. But everyone tells me Parks and Recreation. Everyone tells me she's funny. I've never seen it. So clearly, she can be funny. And she sisters, wasn't funny she in was sisters. awful, man. Sisters was painful. I sat through that train wreck and I was like, oh, who's bad? She really held her own. And yeah, she when was very she... funny in her own rights. Really reminds me of a house mom. Yeah. And the worst part is, you could kind of look at her as a middle-aged housewife. You can look at her and say, man, I bet when she was young, she was hot. You can look at her and say, I bet she was just hot as hell when she was young. And look at her now, it's like, yeah, you're wearing mom jeans. Yeah. You're wearing nothing form-fitting. I have you know. to say, I have to say, I'm not really attracted to her, but there were scenes in this movie where she was actually pretty attractive, like more attractive than I've seen her in most movies. Even when they I tried to doll her up. She's, she she's actually looked attractive. She's dignifyingly pretty, right? She, I wouldn't look at her and say, man, she, that's a piece of meat right there, boy. I'll slip my <laughs> fingers down the crack of that. No, 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 she ain't that. But you would look at her and be like, okay, if I was past my prime and I had to settle down, I could do worse. And at the end of the day, <laughs> that's, do worse. isn't that the best thing you can say about your wife? You look your wife in the eye and say, baby, you know what? What's that? I look at you and think of all the years that we were together and how you used to look then and how you look now. I could have done a lot worse. <laughs> and that's love. That is love right there. I could have done a lot worse. Than that. <laughs> that brutal honesty. That's what keep. That's what makes a marriage work. And these two characters here, she looks like the sort of wife you could say, "Yeah, I could have done a lot." Did worse. she hit the wall? All women over thirty three hit the wall. But you know, she, she's been very graceful about it. Yeah. You know, it's like she had her seatbelt on and the airbags deflated. They the- popped out, so she didn't get too brutalized by the wall. But yeah, it's 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 all good. So Ray, what, what are you gonna give the house? I'm gonna give this a high man. A. 
This high is, Madden? High Madden. Mm-hmm. It was funny, man. When you see a Will Ferrell movie, you don't really see bad Will Ferrell movies. Mm-hmm. You can just find that you'll chuckle quite a bit in most of his movies. They're never, ever that bad. There hasn't been a Will Ferrell movie I didn't leave the theater and not be disappointed. You know, I just mm-hmm. get what I'm going to get in some solid comedy scenes and sketches. All right, all right. Well, this has me feeling guilty. I'll say it like this. If this were still in theaters, I would give this a high matinee. No, no, I'm sorry. If this were still in theaters, I would give this a full price. Oh, wow. It's not in theaters. It's on DVD now. Yeah. So, really, I'm going to say a matinee. Yeah. A very high mat. Very good movie. Very funny. It's worth picking up. It is well worth picking up. I wouldn't even rent it on Netflix. I know. I say, buy it, put it on your bookshelf. It's there. So at some point, someone wants to see it. You say, you got to see this shit. You put it on, boom. It's right there. It is well worth keep. That's the way we're going to do that. Yeah. All right. So I guess, man, that's it. I yeah. feel kind of disappointed. I feel I, like we shortchange people. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. You know, when, we're going to hit them pretty hard with that, with that Blade Runner review when it comes. Yeah. We'll make it like an hour long. Yeah. Like back in the olden days. We'll, we'll add extra music and we'll add slow walking. All right, let's not get crazy now. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, that shit costs money. Every time you play music, that's more money out of, out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget to visit our website at g2ta.net and gottatalkaboutit.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Damn, Dane and his freaking upgrades. I don't even know why you bother with that shit. I say just toss him in the garbage and just have M sit in his chair. All because from now he, on. all because he thinks he's uh, he saw the Blade Runner. You know, he wants to live a life that doesn't exist. Quite he knows yet. that shit's not real, right? <laughs>